Well, Ulysses, the Texas Rangers are World Series champions for the first time in their history. Maybe one day the Rays will be first time World Series champions, hopefully. Must be nice. Uh, don't know what that feels like, but congratulations to their fans. Hey, the Rays lost against the World Series champion. So we've talked about that and we've got much more to talk about starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the traditional podcasting platforms you can also find us on x and instagram at locked on rays and email us anytime locked on rays at gmail.com well it's no secret of course that the texas rangers have won their first world series ring so now the no world series club stands at five names five teams the milwaukee brewers the san diego padres the Seattle Mariners, the Colorado Rockies, and the Tampa Bay Rays. In the Rays' defense, they were founded after all of those franchises, so they have that working for them. The Brewers were founded in 69, the Padres also in 69, the Mariners in 77, the Rockies in 93, and of course the then Devil Rays in 1998. The Rays also have working for them their last World Series appearance was closer than all those other teams uh, being in 2020. The Mariners actually have yet to make a World Series appearance, believe it or not, after some of those dominant teams in the 1990s. But uh, the Rangers being World Series champions, uh, Ulysses, any big takeaway or observation from that happening besides uh, it, of course, not being the Rays that won the thing and the Rays losing to the Rangers as they won the thing, and then Evan Longoria uh, still missing out on that uh, that first uh, piece of jewelry, if you will. Yeah, that elusive ring. I, I think what you said about the remaining five uh, in that club, in comparison to to the race, or remaining four, and uh, comparison to the race, is what every race fan did. Like, hey, hey, wait, wait, it's not the same. Okay, we were found in ninety. Like, and that's exactly what what all yeah. of us did. <laughs> you know, uh, still sucks, but yeah, you're right. Ninety eight is not the same as you know, what seventy seven for seventy seven or sixty nine. I don't even know when the Rangers were founded. I would have to look that up, but I would imagine it's been some time. Yeah, I think I think like the sixties, right? Because yeah, I mean, if Nolan Ryan played for them, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, although I think Ryan played with them in the later. Doesn't when he hit Ventura in the head, he's wearing a Texas Rangers uniform, right? When that just, sounds like, right, him, but like, uh, I could be wrong on that. Uh, I, I am so. going to do a quick Google search here. I think and, late uh, that did not help me out. Um, no. Okay. Because well, 1823 definitely is not correct. Uh, I'm looking up the actual Texas Rangers, the law enforcement arm of the state. So... That is not what I was looking for. Um, yeah, no. Google, interweb, uh, 1961. 1961, okay. Oh, they were they were in the same year as the Mets, expansion year. Okay, there cool. we go. Okay, well, okay. 
that doesn't make me feel happy at all because the Mets won it in uh, 68, right? The Miracle Mets were 68, if mm -hmm. I'm remembering correctly. 68, yeah. And they were expanded in 61 with the Rangers. The Diamondbacks were expanded with the Rays in 98, and then they won in 01. Are we the Texas Rangers, and are we going to have to wait 60 years? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully the Rays can uh, knock one off before the 2020s are over. Uh, I will say what they have going for them, or what I should say baseball has going for them, is there is a lot of championship parity. And credit to Fangrass for showcasing this. Uh, the sport's 23 seasons without a repeat champion is the longest streak in the four major American sports leagues. Moreover, the Rangers oh. this year became the ninth unique World Series champion in the last 10 years. I'll just run through those other names here. The Rangers, of course, in 23, the Astros in 22, the Braves in 21, the Dodgers in 2020, Nationals 2019. Man, they have fallen apart. Uh, the Red Sox in 2018, the Astros in 2017, the Cubs in 2016, the Royals in 2015, and the Giants in 2014. So the only name that you see twice there or hear twice is uh, the Red Sox, I believe. Or it's no, the cool. uh, the Astros, I'm sorry. It's pretty the cool, Astros man. wanted it in 2017 and 2022. Other than that, there's been a, a unique team to win the thing each of those last 10 years. And, and, and no repeat year since, what, 2000? Since the Yankees did yeah. it? So that's pretty awesome, too. I mean... Uh, you you do think there's a lot of um, possibilities to win the World Series when 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 this is you know they're not basketball right like basketball or or, or football seems like it's if a team gets going hot don't the Kansas City Chiefs have like three World Series uh three World Series three Super Bowl finals and then like two rings yeah well it helps when you have uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Pat Mahomes uh, an elite quarterback can take you far. In a yes, starting pitcher, that's just one. That's just one. Dude. I mean, it's, it's important to have that, but it takes a lot more. Uh, uh, you have a top tier quarterback. The the value can really elevate you uh, game by game, round by round in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, I, well, baseball I, I, doesn't really have that. It's a, a some no. Of you, no, you need to have uh, ask ask the Yankees this year if having Garrett Cole helped them to to get to the playoffs. It, it doesn't do that, but. Oh, no, yeah, they missed overall, the playoffs. Oh man, heads are gonna roll. Yeah, o overall World Series. I think it was fun. Um, too bad, you know, Longo didn't get his ring as a as a race perspective. But um, yeah, they lose against the best team. The best team got hot. I think this fuels the fire, Kev, to a lot of people that say, um, you know, that they're different tournaments, the regular season and 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 the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to agree, they're just completely different. Like you might as well have a 162 uh trophy like hey you were the best team in baseball yeah. this year and here you go you had the best record you are you guys are the man right here's the trophy for 162 oh now we're gonna have a thing called playoffs and it's another tournament for the best teams to participate in. let's see who wins this one that's what it's that's what it really is yeah. it's it's two different types of tournaments it's the long who has you know, the wherewithal to, to go through 162 and all the ups and downs. And then the other one is like, hey, can you get how hot can you get in a month? Yeah. Can two starting pitchers take you to the promised land? Because that's basically what happened. 
for for the Diamondbacks. They didn't. They, I mean, Brendan Fott was awesome. They didn't. They weren't counting on him. No. Yeah, it's it's, and that's where we go back to. It is a shame, and as of right now, there's not a possibility that's it's going to happen. But if you could have you know, best of seven series or, you know, more playoffs, less regular season. Um, just give these teams that worked so hard over the course of six months, like really emphasize, okay, your depth and your roster construction, one to 25, one to 26, it can stand the test of time through a best of seven game series versus the best of three, best of five, whatever it may be. Um it's madness, just like March Madness in basketball. Anything can happen. Uh, you know, October Madness uh, with baseball, I guess, to some respect. Um, all right, we have more to discuss. I've got a couple observations from the World Series besides the uh, the porous uh, television ratings. I don't really want to get into that, but a couple uh, little observations and takes uh, from uh, the fall classic that was. But first, we have to tell you this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's a hundred and fifty buckaroos if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is literally no better time to get in on the action than right this moment. The app is incredibly easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and beyond. So go ahead and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to kick off the National Football League season. FanDuel, they are, if you haven't learned by now, the official partner of the NFL. Well, a couple things um, just on the Rangers winning the whole thing um, in a testament to them on this, uh, the trade deadline. They went out and made moves. They saw that there was a window. They saw that there was an opportunity. They were confident that maybe we have a special group here and a couple names, notable acquisitions can take us over the hump. Just go back to it. I think it was June 30th when they went, it, when they went out and acquired Araldus Chapman. Then a month later, they went out and got Max Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery. That made a huge, huge difference. And I know yeah. we've gone back and forth on this a little bit, but you can understand and see why that the Rays a couple years ago said, hey, let's go out and get Nelson Cruz. Uh, guys yeah. that hit 450 homers and 2,000 hits over the course of 19 years, they don't grow on trees. So let's go out and make a move. They maybe should have made another move or two that was significant. But that, that really um, – sticks hold to me uh, is the Rangers really going for broke, if you will, uh, in addition to their massive payroll. And we've talked about this before um, teams that have the money to pay for stars, for veterans, for guys who have postseason experience for guys who can perform in the postseason, i.e. Corey Seager. That's where uh, it stands the test of time between him and Simeon. And then other guys, uh, a part of that group. We've talked about how we were both very shocked that Seager got that amount of money. Boy, if yeah. <laughs> that that money is now irrelevant. Like now when he gets you a World Series MVP, yeah, the money's not worth it. That's that's why you pay guys. I think there's also this um this thing with with the, the fact that they they just kept on adding. Like that's very, very cool. You know, they 
they got Jordan Montgomery, who basically was one B to Nadia Valdi's one A in, in the starting pitching um, rotation. I know Max Scherzer didn't um, add on to the to the production of of this team, but you know, in the clubhouse, I'm, I'm sure that it's very beneficial to have a Max Scherzer in, in the clubhouse, even even if he might not be pitching and, and he's hurt. Um, that, but that, just that, that might... reinforcement of, hey, we believe in you, we, we trust in you, and this is why we're going out and getting uh, supplemental help here is because For... you're, you're a good group and we're just adding to it. We're just bolstering to it. And it's – For it to not work out is different though. Yeah. Like – it's what did you do? Did you, were you able to target what you needed, and then did you go ahead and, and acquire it? That is, it's like the one sixty two. Is that like that's one championship? You get a trophy for that. Oh, if it works out, also there's another trophy for that. Um, but it's completely different. Like your decision making. Were you able to to target what you were missing, and then did you go ahead and do the right, right moves to acquire said piece? And they did do that. Yes, they did, and. Um... Credit to them too for because I remember back in uh, early part of the season, I mean really April when Jacob Degrom went down again. The the Rangers did this without Jacob Degrom. He made just what a couple starts for uh, the Rangers before it was uh, see ya. Can't can't uh, produce for you. Uh, yeah. I'm out for the season. And you know you could have uh, languished and wallowed, but no, they they kept pushing and fighting, and they were still a really really good group as we can see. And just Man, uh, beyond the the pitching and the acquisitions at the trade deadline, just the offensive output over the course of the playoffs. And this isn't all the games, but just 11 runs, 9 runs, 11 runs, 9 runs, 10 runs, 7 runs, 11 runs, 7 runs. It's hard for any team to to compete with that. Yeah, you uh, really have to have tremendous are. pitching to, 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 to quiet that offense and the race kind of did you know four and seven is better than all those 11s you read so right right but they weren't just themselves you know and they couldn't hit so there's yeah. that and i think the rangers had uh well we learned three gold glove winners so kind of a, an under the radar thing about them was the defense yeah. nate low winning one at first base uh adolis garcia winning one at right field and then uh jonah heim winning one at catcher oh yeah two former uh rays uh players uh in Heim and, and Nate Lowe uh making an impact for that group there. So just wanted to throw that out there yeah. uh before we move along here to some raised discussion. Uh the moves and the wheels are starting to turn. We did our uh 40 man roster crunch episode or episodes and uh the Rays certainly aren't wasting any time since the conclusion of the 2023 season as six players have been placed on outright waivers by the organization. Christian Bethencourt, Jalen Beeks, Josh Fleming, everybody's friend, Tristan Gray, uh, Rymel Tapia, and Cole Solcer. And a little background on this. Typically, uh, these guys become free agents if not claimed, but they can also be resigned to minor or major league deals. Um, and the Rays have more work to do, of course, because there's still uh, seven players on the 60-day IL. Plus, Wander was added back to the roster in a administrative clerical procedural move. There's no update on his uh, off-the-field status. Um, and then with yeah. Jake Diekman, Chris Davinsky, and Bob Stevenson now becoming free agents, 
The Rays have 37 players on the roster, but still have to find a way to uh, gerrymander those some of those 60-day IL guys onto the roster. So I don't think there's any surprise with these six names uh, in Bethacourt, Beeks, Fleming, Solcer, Tapia, and Gray. Um, I don't think there was any shock to the world. I, I'm 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 kind of not surprised, but um, because I said Bethancourt would 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 get the axe, but yeah, that, I think that would be the most um, not pop, not even popular player, but the most productive player. Maybe I don't know how we, would we see Beth Bethancourt as like the most the bigger name out of all in in that group, or the one that had like the most important role in in in, in that. In that I mean, group? Are, are we talking about this past season or just overall in their race career? Because Jalen Beeks did make quite a positive impact uh, over the years before 2023. I mean, he was dynamic in 2022 and then in 2020 before uh, he got hurt. And then 2019, he pitched 104 innings with a 431 ERA. So um, he's, he's provided value over the years as, you know, a bit player, a a rank and file dude. Um, Now, as far as Christian Bethencourt goes, I find it interesting. Yeah. Um, this season, he started 89 games, hit 226 with a 636 OPS, but eventually lost his job to Rene Pinto. And something that really stuck to me in the end of season postmortem press conference, uh, I think it was a question in regards to why did Rene Pinto get the start over CB in the two playoff games? And Kevin Cash, or one of the front office guys, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but basically just they didn't say anything detrimental about Christian Bethicourt, but we're so upbeat on Renee Pinto and his defensive ability. And man, the pitching staff loves working with this guy. So if your pitching staff loves working with one guy over the other and Christian Bethicourt's supposed to be that, that leader that, that bring the guy together, that veteran who's been there, done that. um, That's kind of alarming to me. Um, that Rene Pinto, in a very short period of time of getting called up from AAA, has already, um, you know, developed that rapport with with the pitching staff. Although I guess going back to the minor leagues, he worked with a lot of those guys previously. But um, I just think that, you know, I would find it hard to believe that Christian Bethencourt returns in a Rays uniform. I think no, it's yeah. going to. We got to move on. We got to move along. We got to give. Uh, Logan Driscoll a shot, Blake Hunt a shot. We got to go out and sign a free agent catcher, make a trade for a free agent catcher, and um, hope some of your guys internally, like Dominic Keegan, can can go off and, and maybe be ready by 2025 or something. But um, and there's also you know Francisco Mejia, perhaps waiting in the wing. But I think there's going to be some sort of uh, retool or overhaul with with that uh, catching tandem. I think Renee Pinto is going to stay in the fold, but they got to find a a quality guide to supplement with him or take, or just have an equal, an equal share. You know, they, they need to find somebody who can be reliable and respected and help out. And they're going to, I think they're, they're going to, you know, probably get a, a catcher that's, that will give some, um, you know, a little bit of a competition for Driscoll and, and, and Blake hunt to see between those three guys who can, who can take it maybe like an, Austin Hedges type, like, yeah, just you know, a very one-sided type of of player. Maybe, uh, you know, defensively it would be kind of rough to 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 add that to the bunch because the Rays don't need more players that 
that don't have an offensive profile. If you have Pinto who can really handle the 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 pitching duties and 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 has really good rapport with them, maybe you go with a more of an offensive minded catcher um, as your as your second one. Is that Hunt? Is that Driscoll? Is that a new that new yeah. guy? Don't know, but I think that's probably what they're going to do. They're going to get a uh, a guy who's who has had some major league experience, but not not a lot. I wanna. I want to come up with a name that like the race have done so in the past, like a not even like something like a like little a bit better now. than than Jesus Sucre, like something okay. a bit better than that. But I don't think they, they're going to go and get the the Hannigan of the time or or the Ramos of of that time. Like, yeah, it's going to be a, a smaller name than that. Uh, and again, this is no disrespect to Renee Pinto because he very well could continue to develop and go off and improve as a player. I think we've been impressed with what he's been able to do uh, offensively and then hearing um, the, the pitchers loving to work with him. Uh, that that adds uh, some cachet as well. And he's been in the organization since 2014. So uh, yeah. he's definitely had to, to work his way through. And, and I think it goes back to he's worked with a lot of these guys over the years, whether it was in triple A, double A, spring training, whatever it may be. But kind of flipping on that question, um, you know, I, I know we kind of got sidetracked there, but out of those six names, Bethancourt, Beeks, Fleming, Gray, Tapia, Solcer, who is most likely to return, if any? I think Fleming. I would give it to Fleming. Um, I, I think that the race, like the fact that he can be a swingman, um, the fact that he gives the the rotation some some depth if they need it. Uh, he stepped up quite nicely this year in the beginning. Uh, I know he had a couple of ugly ones, but really that was it. Like he was performing like you would want a number five starter who you didn't expect much from to uh produce so like i think josh fleming would be a guy and they know how to use him with the opener uh so yeah. i would think i would think fleming would be the guy fleming over beaks also maybe perhaps because of the contract or salary consideration or are you just done with beaks whatsoever i think this the contract is also a a, a factor here i mean what uh, fleming's going to be making like a mill yeah yeah, and uh, Beeks is arbitration eligible, uh, I believe, this year for the first time. Or he's arbitration eligible. No, no, he's arbitration eligible this year, and then he'll be a free agent in twenty twenty five. So he actually, would... I think they're all. Uh, I think they're all arbitration eligible except for uh, Gray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I, you know, there are steps to arbitration. Arbitration year one, year two, year three. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, if I had to guess, I would think that if they brought back anybody, it would be you know a pitcher and uh, a lefty at that as well. The difference is only 800,000 Beeks is estimated to be 1.8 and Fleming to be one mil. So I guess it's not that much of a difference, but I, I still, Hey, in the Rays, maybe not to the, the Rangers or the Yankees or the Astros, but to the Rays, $800,000. Hey, I uh, can make a difference when you've never had a payroll above $80 million. You know, my, you know, my status on that when Neander gets on a microphone and Bendix did too, and we'll talk about Bendix on Tuesday's episode. Yeah. Um, and they get on a, on, on a microphone. They say, hey, we could run it back, and that would be no problem with our salary considerations. And then you know it's about to be like 120 mil if all the salary estimates are correct. 
Yeah. Well, I got to take your toward Neander. You said you could run it back. You said you have the money. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. Although running it back, likely without Wander Franco, without Shane McClanahan, um, how smart is it to run it back? Because I know that's another that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, that's another episode. Yeah. That's another topic because um, they also need a lot of help in other areas as well. Despite winning ninety nine games in the regular season, all right, there it is. Uh, put it in the comments. Who do you think out of those six will return? If any, should return uh be curious to see what people have to say there in the meantime hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow